0: Welcome to Customer
1: Engagement Week on the Martech Podcast. This week, we're going to take a deep dive into the ways you can appropriately engage with your most valuable assets, your customer relationships. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses the tactics you can implement to build stronger and longer lasting relationships with your customers. With us today is Tink Taylor, who's the founder and president at Dot Digital, which is the global leader in customer engagement technology. Digital's platform seamlessly integrates your e-commerce, CRM, and business intelligence data to give you a powerful marketing tool that sends the right message at the right time across your email, SMS, social mobile, web, and retargeting channels. So far this week, we've discussed personalization and how to use data and insights to create relevant customer experiences, how to think about omni-channel engagement, and today we're going to talk about mobile prioritization and why engagement on the small screen makes the biggest impact. Here's the third installment of Customer Engagement Week with Tink Taylor from Dot Digital. Tink, welcome back to Customer Engagement Week on the MarTech Podcast.
2: Hi, nice to be here.
1: Great to have you back. So far, we've covered a lot of ground. We've talked about how to understand your customer, how to build the right type of message for them, where to send it, how to manage omni-channel customer engagement. And today we're gonna double click down on mobile. Talk to me a little bit about how you and Dot Digital think about the importance and prioritization of the small screen.
2: It's the be-all and end-all these days of devices. I think for many years we were talking about people making sure they would have a mobile-friendly version of their website, maybe their email as well, but nowadays it's absolutely first. And obviously all the various messaging devices and channels that we've been talking about over the last couple of days The increased use of those is really driven by mobile. The numbers always stack up in terms of you look at the increased amount of revenue. We're talking $3.5 trillion now is being made through mobile services and sites and what have you. So it's something that people largely ignored for a long period, then did really badly, but now must think sort of mobile folks in most of the ways that they're looking to communicate with their customers.
1: I think one of the biggest things to think about is we're over 50% for mobile content consumption, right? When you look at just Google and organic search as a metric, we've now passed the point where people are spending more time consuming content on their phones, on the smallest device they have, as opposed to on a desktop or a tablet. Now, we are just crossing the threshold of mobile being the most important device type, but there is a lot of room to grow where people can continue to consume more and more content on their mobile phone. How do you think about prioritizing your messaging, your content, your communication strategy when you're focused more on meeting people while they're mobile, while they're moving, while they're not necessarily sitting in front of a large screen with a richer experience?
2: I think you need to really look at what you're sending, how it's going to be consumed. You know, if it's going to be consumed on a mobile screen, how are people going to read that? How long is your content, your text, your pictures, the speed of it that it will download at? You have to consider things like you know, where would where the individual be and what they're likely to be doing? Would we'll this get their attention to at that part of the day? So really, again, I think we discussed the other day is like putting yourself in the recipient's shoes and anything that you're sending and people are consuming on their mobile devices, I always like to think of it as just trying to make life easier for that individual. There's certain tasks, you know, I go through maybe my inbox or my messages, there's certain tasks that I always put to later because I know I've got to go upstairs and open the laptop and I can only do that on there. So ask yourself, would you be able to carry out next function or call to action that you're asking your recipients to do? Is it possible to carry out that complete journey? on your mobile device. Maybe the message was perfect and rendered particularly well on your mobile device, whether it was an email or WhatsApp message or whatever, but is the link and the task that you might be asking them to do, is that process achievable on the mobile device? If not, they're gonna potentially want to do it, but they're gonna have to go and dig out their laptop maybe. So I love it when I get a message from a brand and they've just made stuff so, so simple. I was talking yesterday to a friend of mine We were talking about Uber, and he'd just recently visited London and his Uber driver had taken him around what we call the M25. essentially our ring road, which is a much longer journey than he expected to the airport. So therefore, his charge was significantly more than he really felt he could get away with expensing on his business if they'd gone through the, the center of town. So he, you know, he sent a message into the live chat. He knew it was responded by a bot. The bot had looked at the journey, looked at that there was two possible ways, understood the, the difference in cost and refunded the money there and then, instantly. So it just made his life so much easier because his concern was I've got to have this tricky conversation with my boss. So that's a great example if you can just think about making people's life really easy. And the ask that you're giving your recipients, is it possible for them to be sat on the sofa or maybe they're in bed or they're at their desk? Can they quickly do that activity and complete the task on their mobile device? Because quite often when you follow that customer journey, that's not the case. I think
1: that's an important thing to think about is that your messaging is only one part of the transaction when you're thinking about mobile, right? Obviously, you need lighter files in terms of your imagery. You want them to be able to be formatted for the mobile screen, less copy, more direct call to action, breaking your screens down so they fit onto the device. The other thing to think about is what's the entire action you're asking someone to complete? If your website, and this gets into conversion rate optimization, is not optimized for mobile as well, then sending mobile messages is something that's not going to be very effective for you. I think that there's another component to mobile optimization as well where we have access to data. And I think that when most people think about marketing specific to mobile, they're thinking about getting people at the right time. You can reach somebody at any point in the day and they can be responsive, right? I can be at work in the middle of the day and I can get a consumer brand reaching out to me and I can complete a transaction when I'm at lunch or in the bathroom or taking a break from work. I always have my phone on me. And I think that's something that marketers don't necessarily integrate as much as the access to location data. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi, who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost effective. Talk to me about how people are integrating location data to affect their messaging.
2: It really does depend where you are in the world about how effective this can be. I see it much more effective in North America than I do maybe in, say, the UK. Again, in Australia, it works really well. It's because the weather is so diverse. I think that's a really good use case. Uh, Brands going out and understanding from a weather feed they can pull in and then dynamically adjust the content or maybe the products that they're selling. because you know, It might be a scorching hot day in LA, but it's snowing in Atlanta, or maybe it's raining in New Orleans. Maybe they get a best-selling umbrella sent to them where you've got the best-selling flip-flops going over to Los Angeles. Obviously, that can be done via things like a mobile push, web push even, and email. So again, it's considering the channels that geotechnology can be leveraged on. I think you can also maybe not have to worry about doing stuff in real time. We see a lot of people leveraging the feature in the platform, which is just geotags where we see people opening stuff. So maybe I'm putting an event or maybe there's a flash sale in a store in a particular city. It's as easy as drawing around that city and saying, I want to target everyone in that area to send them this promotion, maybe invite them to this launch event or whatever that might be. But that's pretty simple. It's just based off the IP address and physical location of where people are opening messages. So I think there's lots of different ways of leveraging it.
1: You mentioned something that's interesting to me is using weather data. We talked about location data, time of day. Are there any other types of data that you think about to reach people on mobile specifically?
2: Well... Timing. Again, this comes back to what I was saying about making stuff easy. So is there a certain time of day that I know people are using that particular channel? I mean, there's a large number of statistics that tell you the first thing that most people do when they wake up in the morning is go through their messages. And maybe before they go to bed, they're sort of looking through their social and so on. So you can consider the time of day to send your message. And also, again, putting yourself in the recipient's shoes, what is their mindset in terms of that part of their day, what does it look like? Are they sleepy because it's last minute at night or is it before breakfast, they might be hungry, they're rushing around to get ready for work. And then I love it when I get a message in whatever channel actually, I, you know, I bought something that was a recurring purchase for me and they ping me a quick message in a channel that I could see on my phone saying, it's timely if I order this right now, it will get here before my current product runs out. And it's just sort of a one-click buy process done and dusted, saved me time, made my life better and more convenient, and I'm not going to run out of my stuff. So using the time of the day and thinking about timing of your messages is also key. Talk to me about the efficiency
1: of mobile. Are you saying that people are having better throughput with mobile messages or is desktop messaging still more effective?
2: I truly think it's a combination of both. When we actually go through our statistics, if we look in the world of email, we'll see a number of messages opened up initially, maybe on a phone browser, but later maybe the open and the click was carried out through a web browser. So they've done it through their PC. So I think you have to look at the life cycle of a message because initially it's to grab attention, but the call to action might happen at a different or later stage. So quite often, I mean, how many people have, you do this every morning? They go through and they delete all the rubbish out there, their inbox perhaps, and then they save a load of things, or here's some tasks that I need to do work-wise, or here's some things I want to look at later. Now, they might come back and look at that, perhaps on their iPad when they were sitting on the sofa later, or they might have a browse at lunchtime when they're at work, but they have saved that message. So, effectiveness is really thinking about how the two are used in combination. Obviously, as I said previously, if you make the task that easy that they can do it there and then on their mobile device, that for me is almost heading towards utopia because you've got that job done out of the way, whether it's to buy something or replace something or sign up to something and join an event. You know, it's now done and I can worry about the rest of my tasks. So there is something to be said about using the two in combination. I think at the end
1: of the day, the mobile revolution is very much underway. And we've relatively hit the tipping point in the sense of mobile being larger than desktop content consumption. But I'd expect that trend to continue and for mobile to become a more important communication delivery, which means that you have to really streamline your messaging and you get all sorts of other signals that you can use to make sure that your message is going to be effective and relevant. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech podcast. Thanks to Tink Taylor from Dot Digital for joining us. If you'd like to learn more of Tink's tips for building an effective customer engagement strategy, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we discuss customer segmentation and how to market to real people using personas. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Tink, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Tink Taylor, T-I-N-K-T-A-Y-L-O-R or you can visit his company's website, which is .digital.com. Just one link in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests, and you can also sign up for our weekly newsletter, which is a once-a-week blast, which gives you details about all of our episodes. If you're a subscriber to the Martech podcast, we'd love to hear from you. You can send us a question by going to benjshap.com question, where you can give us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in our podcast feed, in addition to the rest of our conversation with Tink Taylor from Dot .digital, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.